I have helped hundreds of men. Maybe we're into the thousands now. I don't keep that good of track of my numbers, but I know we're at the very high hundreds. I've helped so many men get their banter skills in shape so that they're able to get women off of the internet or off the street and onto a date. Guys that don't know how to talk or have rehearsed plan lines or bad pickup artist moves, don't get the dates. Girls want authenticity. And I can teach you how to authentically banter, create attraction, flirt, tease, tease without offending her. I know that's a big thing you guys are always worried about. And be that smooth, easy breezy guy that you've always wanted to be. You can't do it unless you put in the work. So email me at Kristen at kristenandchill.com and we'll work something out. I want you to get your banter skills in shape. And if it's not your banter skills, I can make you a kick-ass profile. I've got the eye for it, baby. I know what women are looking for and I get guys so many matches. Why let all those guys get the matches when you can get them too? So again, email me at Kristen at kristenandchill.com and we'll figure out exactly what you need to get your dating game where it should be, which is way up high. Right now, it might be ankle height. And unless you have really, really, really high ankles, that's not very high. So I'll hopefully see you at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this episode of the Ask Women podcast, we dive deep into erotic fiction and how it is going to totally transform your sex life with women. Hearing what women want in the bedroom is the key to understanding how to give her ultimate pleasure. So listen to this episode. You're absolutely going to love it and you are going to learn a ton. So keep listening. to the Ask Women podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kristen Carney from kristenandchill.com. And of course, Marnie Kinris from winggirlmethod.com. And today we have Jess Bowie on, who is the editorial director from Bloom, bloomstories.com, mm-hmm. which is an erotic fiction audio site. So you guys need to start listening to that. So yes. you start learning what ladies yes. like and what turns them on. But Jess, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. So, okay, I want to know. Marnie's overly excited for you to be I here. I am. I'm, I'm excited to learn. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to talk at all. I really just want you to share. So, so keeping in mind, sure. this is all men, mainly single men, who are listening to this show, and we are constantly advising them to pick up an erotic fiction novel. Or, you know, I didn't even think of pointing them towards erotic fiction audio so that they can learn what women want. Because I think most erotic fiction is is written from the point of view of how women are wanting sex. Yeah, you 
never hear it from a man's no, point of view. pretty rarely. You know, she w- was walking toward me and I saw her <laughs> bosom. Like, I've never thought about that. Because they would be like a four-page book. Right. And exactly. then I came. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> I would love to hear from you. Well, number one, like, maybe where did this site come from? Like, obviously, there's a big need out there. Yeah. How did, How did it, it bloom? bloom? Yeah. yeah. How did we bloom? Yeah. So, <laughs> well... I'll just give you a little bit of background. We've been around since early 2020, and we went by a different name at that time, Audio Desires. Mm. And Audio Desires was like a little more kind of edgy. The content's like a little more kind of hardcore. And we were having trouble with, you know, our socials were getting blocked all the time. And we, you know, we're having issues with advertisers. So we were like, we need to put this in like a slightly nicer, more kind of sneaky package. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, the content stays the same, but we're going to change the name. We're going to make it a little more classy and kind of, you know, skirt around all of these things. I like it. Yeah. So it was started in 2020 by a German couple, Mike and Hannah, who are the founders. If there's someone who knows sex, it's the German. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's stories that, yeah, they were looking for sexual content that they could enjoy together. It was really hard to find something that like worked for both of them. Can you explain why actually maybe just enhance on that a little bit? Like why was it difficult for both of them? Yeah. I think because, I mean, just in general, men tend to respond better to visual stimulation. Okay. You know, this is kind of a generalization, but again, in general, men tend to respond to visual stimulation a lot better than women. And there's a lot of studies that have shown that women do a lot of like mental framing Mm -hmm. when they are engaging in solo pleasure. And so, yeah, I think it was difficult because, you know, in sort of mainstream visual pornography, it can just sometimes be hard, especially on women, to find something that really resonates with them and that really feels like, you know, desirable Mm -hmm. and feels like it mirrors them and their experience and their bodies, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that kind of disconnect led to them. They wanted to try something new. Audio is huge in Germany. I did not know this, but apparently more audio content is consumed in Germany than in any other country. Really? Yeah, I know, right? It's like kind of odd. They love audiobooks. They love podcasts. My boss, Mike, he told me it's something to do with, there's like a very widespread public radio that has a lot of great content for kids, for adults. And it's something that like everyone listens to all the time. I love that. Like old school. Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm like, that's so cool. So the German market was just kind of already primed for audio content. Okay. So yeah, we got started in 2020, really small team and kind of... Bloomed from there. Exactly. Bloomed from there, exactly. Yes, and so now you're in the United States, obviously, and other markets. And how large is this audience of listeners, of of even like female listeners? I I want guys to really understand like how powerful and impactful erotic fiction can be for women. I think we did learn that with... Oh my God, what's that silly... It's not a silly book, but what's that book that came out that turned into a silly movie? The thing that brought erotic <laughs> fiction to the table for so many people. Oh, oh, Fifty Shades of, of Grey. Yeah. And like opened up the eyes to the world of how much women want this kind of content. Yeah. The largest section of our user base is married women married. in their 30s. Oh, married yeah, women. 
in their 30s. Yeah. Mary kind of threw me oh, off. Wow. And in their 30s also mm-hmm. kind of threw me off. But it, I think when you think about it, it makes total sense, right? It's like when you're married and you're that age, it's like really hard to have, for some people, it's really hard to have like really fulfilling mm-hmm. sex life and getting as much of the kind of sex that you want. Like that's really hard, you know, like yeah. partners are busy. There's, you know, life gets in the way. It's the years of obligation. So that makes complete sense. Exactly. So yeah, that is the majority of our user base. We do have men on our platform too, though. And it's a smaller portion, but it's growing as erotic audio kind of becomes more mainstream. We're starting to make content specifically for men, which is interesting because we have up until now, we've always kind of said that we make erotica for women and couples. Oh, interesting. So yeah, we're kind of seeing a little shift in the demographics, but yeah, it is by and large women. Okay. So tell me about what women are looking for. Like, what are they most drawn to when it comes to sexual fantasies? Okay. So we do a lot of data analysis on our users and on the content. And, you know, we're kind of constantly looking at what is most popular, the most popular fantasies and kinks, what gets clicked on the most, what gets listened to all the way through. Like we look at all of this content and all of the data that comes from it in so many different angles, because that's kind of the key, right? Is understanding what women want. That's how we make popular content. We have to like really understand that. We both understand. That's what we're trying to figure out too, right? So that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the top three sort of fantasies that were requested and that were like most consumed last year for us. Number one, this was kind of a surprise to me. Lesbian. No, close, close, but no. Oh, okay, darn, I wanted to guess. Sex in public. That was the number one. I get that. Uh-huh. It makes sense. Totally. Yeah. I didn't think it would be number one, but I would think it would be in the top three. To oh, be interesting. Number one, okay. Yeah, I was pretty surprised by that. So that, you know, when we found that out, that kind of changed. You know, I was like, okay, throw in a bunch of public sex episodes. Like, we need to get this out to people. I have an ex. His one fantasy was to have sex in public. And you didn't give in to this? And we did it. Oh, you did? There you go. No, of course (laughs) (laughs) That is one of my fantasies. Maybe with the curtain open a peak. And I was like, that's public enough. Right. There's levels. Yeah, there's levels. (laughs) You know, there's, there's a difference between like, having sex in front of a window and having sex like on a public beach. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a it's I like a all of it. That sounds great. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So number two, this one makes total sense to me. Threesomes. Threesomes will yes. always be totally yeah. popular. Yeah. Threesomes with two girls and a guy or two girls and a guy. I mean, come on. It's pretty neck and neck, honestly. And I really? think that... No way. It, that could, again, that could be though that small portion of our user base that's men. Like they love the male, female, male threesomes. Interesting. Wow. I have no interest in that. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I find two women and one man more attractive. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Those male, female, male episodes are almost entirely double penetration. Because that's kind well, of... Well, that's the, a curiosity oh, thing. So that's why. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of... That explains it. That's like two fantasies in one. So yeah. you kind of... Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Okay. And then the third one is dominant boyfriends. Yes. Which... Okay. Yeah. I totally get that's that. my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> we you saw go. <laughs> a huge uptick in... Once we started producing that content, oh my God, the numbers went crazy. Like 
people. Especially for 30-year-old married women. That exactly. makes total sense because they're exactly. like, my life is so boring. Just spice exactly. it up yeah. <laughs> in some way. And what was the title of that again? Dominant was, Men. Yeah. Dominant Boyfriends is like what we call it. Okay. So we have multiple episode types. Like some of our episodes are kind of like a full, almost like a radio drama. There'll be multiple voices talking to each other and interacting. But we also have what we call dirty talks, which are just one voice, like one narrator talking directly to you, the listener. Can I voice one? Yeah, please come on over. I, yes. No, I really, I want to do that. I honestly, Absolutely. I think that'd be so fun. Okay, sorry that I just interrupted you. Have the you have audio set up? Yes. <gasps> okay. And I have a good voice. <laughs> you do. You have a great voice. <laughs> so yeah, the dominant boyfriends, it's very popular in our dirty talk episodes. So it starts off usually, you know, it's like role-playing, I guess. It's like a role-playing session. Yeah. And it's always kind of, we try to really couch it and bookend it in like, this is your boyfriend and he has come home from work and he don't worry, he took care of dinner and uh. let's just <laughs> hang out and have a nice night together. And then it's, you know, we get into this kind of rougher, more dominant content. And then we always make sure to end that with aftercare to kind of yeah. humanize and, and sort of come down from some of the intensity. Well, that's what the female fantasy is too. It does include the aftercare afterwards. Exactly. It's not just like slap me on the face, have sex with me and then walk away. Exactly. It is be a little bit more assertive with me pick me up, throw me on the you know kitchen counter, have sex with me, and then cuddle and stare into my eyes afterwards. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so aftercare is a huge part of our episodes. We don't just like end an episode. We always have at least a little bit of kind of debriefing between the characters or a little bit of just like banter or they share a glass of water or... What do you find for the retention for that portion of the audio? Do you find that people click off before, stay on for the entire time? What do the analytics show for that? They generally drop off before that point, but not oh, everyone. Yeah, we take averages. And so it's hard to say exactly, but a lot of our episodes are recurring characters and kind of have like a plot. So that tends to keep people listening through, you know, through the whole thing because they're like, oh, I want to know if these characters like yeah. get together or what, you know, what's happening with them. Right. What's the story? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you had said we had sent you over some questions before of what we were going to talk about. And like, I definitely still want to dive into more of like the actual flow of these audios, but I'd rather the guys go listen for themselves because it's kind of hard for us to verbalize this. It's better if they actually listen so that yeah. they can understand the patterns of understanding sex from the female point of view, like what they're looking for, exactly how you kind of laid it out before. They come home, they do the dishes. There's context before, during, and after. And I think that's really important for guys to listen to compared to the male version of porn where it's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And it's kind of over. But you did want to also bring up that how erotic fiction can be a tool to improve communication with women. And so I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that. Like how yeah. can erotic fiction improve your communication? Like what in it can help with that? Yeah. Yeah. So we, like I said, we take a lot of surveys from our users. And in this past survey we did the end of last year, we had 63.5% of our users report that bringing erotic audio into the bedroom had improved their communication with their partner. And that's a pretty big number. That's like, a that's, big number. Yeah, like that's something huge. So I attribute that to 
erotic audio is a really, it's like a great tool for gently exposing someone to a fantasy that you have or a kink that you're, you know, kind of thinking about. It's like a hint, hint. Well, and it's also a third person who's doing it, right? So it's like, oh, let's talk about what they're doing, not about potentially what I want to do. So that's interesting. Yeah, it can be really vulnerable, right? To like tell a partner, even if it's someone you've been with forever, it can be really vulnerable to say like, hey, I'm into this really specific thing or I I have this idea that I really want to do and I don't know how you're going to like it or I don't know if you're into this. So erotic audio is a great way to kind of simulate what that like kink or fantasy would be like in a low stakes way where it's like, you know, BDSM is such a great example because it's like, Okay, that requires so much research, which is time. Yeah. That requires gear, which is money. And maybe you're <laughs> yeah. like... Requires looking ridiculous. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's like, maybe you're like, I'm into this, but I don't know if I want to go like full speed oh, ahead with yeah. this. And so audio is a great way to like simulate that experience. It's really immersive. And so whether you're doing it on your own or you're doing it, you know, like, hey, babe, let's get in bed and listen to this episode together as foreplay. Like, that's a great way to just kind of be like, hey, I'm interested in this thing. Let's kind of feel it out and see if that's something we might want to do together. So yeah, it really helps with like starting to talk about what you're into and figuring out what exactly your desires are, which I think is a big deal for women. Like we don't really have, I feel like it's really hard for women to figure out for themselves sometimes too. Like, what is it that I'm into? I think it's hard for men to express as well this is from a long time ago, and this is also, you know, youth as well. But I had a boyfriend that I was much more sexually experienced then. And I had just come off of having a a boyfriend before who would always say to me, like, tell me, like, tell me what you want. And then I, you know, that got passed on to me because I got very comfortable sexually. And I would say to this boyfriend, like, oh, do you like this? Tell me what you like. And he would never say anything, which would frustrate me. And on a certain day, he said to me, stop asking me what I like. I I don't know. I don't know what I like. And I thought that was really interesting because again, in my mind, I'm like, you're a man. Of course, you know what you like. You're thinking about it 24 seven. But that was really enlightening for me to understand he doesn't know what he likes. He's not as experienced as I am. And there's some shame around that for sure. Or at least there's some confusion and frustration. So I think some people don't even know how to like verbalize what it is that they like. They may just have an image of it, but not be able to, to speak it out loud. Yeah. And I think that's where audio is so helpful. Like it's something, again, it's like, it's so immersive that it really puts you in the action with these characters. And it really kind of lets you experience like, what would this be like? And lets you kind of dive deep into your desires. Is it written in a realistic way? Because my association just like I think so many other people's is like Fabio on the cover of, you know. <laughs> right, right. A, that's a good question. You know, with his hair blowing in the wind, with this white linen shirt, you know, just going at the same speed as his hair. Is it written like the old school erotic that I associate erotic fiction with? Or is it written where people are like, oh, I actually relate with this. This is the real experience. It's very contemporary. And we aim very much to give authentic, relatable content to our listeners. So full transparency, yes, I'm the editorial director. I do write a lot of the scripts myself and I edit a lot of them. And I, you know, I'm in charge of the team of writers. So I'm the one who's kind of saying like, 
hey, we need an episode on polyamory and a threesome. So you're a sex fiend. You've got to be a sex fiend to be able to write all this stuff. <laughs> it is. Eight hours a day, five days a week, nonstop. Oh my God. It must be like having a porn addiction. When you go yeah. out into the real world and then you start talking to people, you're like, you don't talk about this all the time? Oh my like, God. Right. Even in my yeah. world, like I'm very comfortable talking about relationships and sex, but to step out and realize like that's not what everybody's day job is, is to be immersed in that world. That must be yeah. a challenge for you. I've learned to stop telling people what I do at dinner parties because it just overtakes the conversation yeah. and oh, it'll yeah. be like 100%. two hours yeah, of like nonstop questions. So, Oh my God. But that's great because you're getting people to talk about sex. I feel like yeah. that's actually a great thing. No, it is really great. And it's funny, like for a while, I kind of downplayed what I was doing to my family. And then, you know, one day my sister kind of really got it out of me that yeah, I'm I'm writing porn and I'm producing yeah. pornography. And yeah, since then, you know, she sends me episode ideas and she sends I'm me like, sure. yeah, like people in my life love this so much. They think oh, it's I'm incredible. Sure. So. Well, let's take a little quick break and I want to give our sponsors a second to tell our audience about themselves. And I want to come back and I want to talk more about like talking dirty and like maybe getting into the mindset of talking sexually? Because I, I definitely, you know, want people to listen to these audios, but I also want to give them some ideas about how to like bring some of that erotica to their day-to-day -day life without necessarily listening to erotic fiction. So we'll be back in a moment and we'll continue talking with Jess Bowie from Bloom. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, NHL, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo called code whoops clns50 to receive your rewards betonline.ag where the game starts if you listen to the ask women podcast then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want but i must confess there's one missing piece in the puzzle and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step -step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. All right, we are back with Jess Bowie from Bloom and I want to really just dive into erotic language. You were saying before the break that that is your specialty. How do you learn? <laughs> how do you learn this to like phrase things correctly and maybe not be too dirty? Or do you just go by what you would like to hear? Like how can our audience learn from this? Yeah. I mean, trial and error, 
you know, it doesn't always work. I think I've learned a lot over the last three years of being part of this company. You know, our episodes have changed so much over the course of, you know, since we started doing this. And that's because we take in listener feedback. Anytime someone listens to one of our stories, they can leave a comment and like rate it. And so we take all of that feedback really seriously. And, you know, we learned really quickly that there's words to avoid and there's words that people really like. Oh, what are those words? Well, okay. So like, I think some of them are obvious. Like, you know, you want to avoid like dong and... Oh, dong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Moist. See, moist is... That one's controversial. Some people like it. I like dong. Yeah. (laughs) I know you like dong. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like really subjective. So we, we kind of have to... Put in a little bit of I everything. don't really like dong. <laughs> in a text, in a joke to a friend, a girlfriend, I like dong. Yeah. If a guy was like, look at my dong, yeah. lick my dong. It depends, yeah. <laughs> I would laugh so hard. My, my kids yesterday, sorry, I'm bringing this to children. My younger son said something. I forget how he phrased it. He said, oh, the dirty word that's like starts with a D and ends with a K. And I started laughing. And I said, is it dick? And he goes, what's a dick? <laughs> I, forget what, I forget what the actual word was, but it wasn't dick. It was like duck or something. Like stupid. <laughs> He's like, what's oh my God. Dick? You're corrupting them. Yeah, I totally am. So sorry for interrupting. Continue. <laughs> okay. Naughty words and words people like, what are they? Well, so we avoid boobs. Like boobs is one that's like, yeah, okay. We use tits a lot. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. That makes sense. We don't use words like bush. No, that that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Like it's the things, like the things that we avoid. Oh my god, my husband sometimes refers to my vagina as my cooter. I'm like, what the hell? That's That's a no. No, horrible. It's like an alligator. I don't like that. Uh, The the words (laughs) that people do like, though. (laughs) So gross. Cooter is so gross. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The words that people like, though, are you know, pussy, cock, yeah, penis, yeah, ass penetrate, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of basic in a way. It's like basic. it's not too complicated. Yeah. Because yeah. I think people overthink things. Like, you know, it's got to be some huge word that like is really sexy and cool. No. But then yeah. it's just pussy, yeah. you know. It's like yeah. just, yeah. I mean, and we for a while, like, I mean, looking back, I'm like, this was a terrible idea. <laughs> and we briefly <laughs> were using like labia and like a little more like... Labia? Well, like... Technical. Like a little more anatomical words to say like, oh, I'm touching your labia and then I'm touching your clit or whatever. And... Right. Thanks, doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We learned from that. We were like, well, okay, this is not sexy. This is kind of just really sterile. And yeah. It's so like what my doctor would say. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, clinical. Yeah, clinical, exactly. So we've learned over time what works, what doesn't. And yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. I love that. Yeah. No, but that's great information for the guys who are listening. Yeah, yeah exactly. When you're using these words, you know, obviously we're just saying the words. You know, there's no context right now. So it's just like we're saying, say dick, say pussy, say tit. You know, but you're not going to be in bed just going dick, pussy, tit. Labia. Labia. There's like Tourette's of like, the sex words. Yeah. How do you work them in in a smooth way? You know, where it's... Oh, yeah. Is like, it like... Train us. Yeah. Well, okay. So like I said, we have a few different episode types. When we have the sort of radio play episode that's got 
two or more characters, so two or more voice actors, plus sound effects. And there's sort of like a main narrator who you are hearing both their thoughts and their dialogue. And then the other characters, you're just hearing their dialogue. So it's kind of like you're kind of in the position of this main character. And that's where you're going to hear like some kind of like words and phrases that move the story forward. So, you know, it's basically a stream of consciousness from this character. So yeah, you'll hear things like, oh man, like he looks so hot. Like I really want to, that's just totally just like off the cuff. This is not what it actually sounds yeah. like. Oh, now yeah. it's funny. You're getting like a little shy about this. Well, That's interesting. Well, it's, you know, I have a lot of time to wordsmith when I'm writing these scripts. Right, yeah. exactly. Of course. But yeah, it's like, that is where you'll hear like, hey, touch my tits. Or like, hey, suck on my nipple. Go down here. Move this. Like, you'll kind of hear it as narration as opposed to dialogue. Yeah. When we have the dirty talk episodes, those are the one narrator talking directly to you, that's usually a male voice actor talking to an assumed Ah. female listener. So guys, go listen to that. Well, because Kristen's asking because like for both of us, but specifically Kristen, she teaches people, guys, how to banter properly. Uh, So she's always looking for like, not rules, but like, like ways to teach somebody how to bridge things together, right? So for like a way for them to think about dirty talk, Actually, I would just point people towards going to and listening to a couple of episodes because I think hearing somebody else doing it, yeah. Yeah, and I guess for full transparency, we don't really have male writers. Mm-hmm. We've tried. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry to the male listeners, <laughs> but like we've tried and it's just, they're not able to write our product in the way that you right. know, we have sort of created it. Like, because at the end of the day, it is a product and it kind of has to go by the guidelines that we've established. And so a lot of the times when I would get a script from a male writer, it would just have to almost entirely be rewritten because there wouldn't be enough of like that perspective and nuance that comes from like Mm -hmm. a woman thinking about what women want. Mm -hmm. Is everybody straight in your writing group? No, and actually that's what I was going to say. I'm actually a lesbian. I'm married to a woman. Okay. So I think that I have a really unique perspective as sort of the... Totally. Yeah, the kind of like overseer of this is I get a little bit of both. I understand what women want because I'm, you know, sort of enmeshed in this world and I do a lot of research. And I'm also trying to please a woman myself. And I'm a woman who's getting pleased. You are the best resource yes, for it. I think it makes, fun- yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. A hundred percent. Because you understand it from both brains and yeah. both sides, which is really unique. Yeah. And it's really nice though, because I can't always message my straight coworkers and say like, hey, does this make sense? Or like, hey, is this hot? Or is this okay. stupid? <laughs> well, have you been with, I don't know if you want to share this, but have you been with men before so that you've had that experience? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good question. I did, but in high school. So it's kind of one of those things where it was like, yeah, I had a boyfriend. Yeah, not, and really I, not mature. Yeah, I went yeah. through all of that, but and you're like, that's why I'm gay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One and, done, and that's and why I like done. women. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so I think I have an okay base layer of understanding. I love that. But, yeah, it's, no, I think it's great. It's interesting. So yeah, I definitely recommend listening to the Dirty Talk episodes. They're like generally like between ten and fifteen minutes long, and yeah, we really try to have some of that banter because you can't you can't really just you know, we don't want you to load up an episode and then it's just like, 
hey, come over here. We're going to have sex. Touch my yeah. tits. Yeah, exactly. Like it needs to have that context and that introduction and that kind of humanizing. But that's the part of erotic fiction like that has always drawn me in as opposed to a porn. Yeah. I've talked about this before. When I watch porn, the number one porn that I watch is lesbian mm-hmm. porn because there it still has a little bit of that like softer beginning, yeah. even though I think it's really silly yes, half of it's the time. Usually, yeah. And the dialogue is awful, but at least it has some of that in the beginning portion that leads into yeah. sex. And it's like, maybe not even a little bit more gentle. I don't even know how to phrase it properly, yeah. but it's more of what I'm looking for. But for myself, erotic fiction has always included that beginning portion where it leads up into sex. And that's the part that actually gets me the most aroused is the lead up to all of it. It has to include that portion. Yeah. And I think like, you know, it goes beyond just like narrative. It's not necessarily that we need like a plot. It's just that we need an understanding of like, what are these characters relations? these people? Yeah. How are they... You know, yeah. did they just meet on the street or is it a coworker you've been kind of like eyeing for a while? I, or yeah. like Yeah. And so it's always, you know, we're always trying to make it feel and sound like something that could happen to you in your everyday life. And yeah. we also make content like about couples that have been married for a while or who yeah. have kids or whatever. And so we want to reach, we want just anyone to be able to come to the website and listen to something and say like, oh yeah, this is a what my life is like. And oh, I can have amazing sex. Or like, you know, this is possible. Yeah. It's funny to picture someone just driving in a car next to me with their windows up and they may possibly be listening to erotic (laughs) fiction. And I'm, you know, hi, waving to him, letting him into traffic. And he's just getting off. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I do want to ask that question. How do you introduce this to somebody else? Like, what would you... I know that this isn't your specialty. You just provide the content. But like, (laughs) how would you advise to... For even a guy to say like, you know, I want to listen to this. Like, how do you bring that into the bedroom? Yeah, I think that it's best used for couples as a foreplay tool, as something to just kind of like... You know, it's different than watching TV. It's like, let's unwind, let's lay in bed and listen to this and just kind of, you know, like relieve some tension. And if things heat up, then that's great. There you go. When it comes to getting it on, I'm so smooth in my, you're talking sex. (laughs) Still such a nerd. You know, music, usually it's music. They put on some music or something. Yeah. And so I would just put it on and say, no more music tonight. Yeah. Like, exactly. We're listening to this. Yeah. Listening to this. And I'm going to kiss your neck right now. And I'm going to start kind of just Oh my God, Kristen, I would totally make out with you. Yeah, that great. I would make yeah. out with me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you, Marnie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I did my makeup for you today. God. You do. You look pretty. Horrible. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no, this is wonderful. I love all this information. And actually, I'm going to end this show here because really I want the guys who are listening to go over to your site yeah. and download some erotic fiction, the dirty talk for sure. But I think also a couple of the other pieces that maybe aren't geared towards couples, yeah. but it's just to understand that nuance that we're talking about. It's really hard to verbalize mm-hmm. it between the three of us. Yeah. But I think listening to it, if you listen to a few of them, you'll understand that there's a pattern there. And that's what women are looking for when it comes to sex, sexual tension, sexuality, and ultimate pleasure. So I think go to, is it bloom.com or is it, what is it? Bloomstories.com. Bloomstories.com, guys. Go, I don't know if there's a subscription or if they download individual. Yeah, you can have a monthly or an annual subscription. It's up to you. Wonderful. Okay, yeah. So go become a member for a month and just consume erotic fiction. And that'll also help guys 
be more comfortable in their sexuality as well. Like if you're listening to that, I feel like it's going to empower you a little bit. So you'll walk around with a different swagger and then you can start passing some of your knowledge onto the, the women that you pick up and you meet and you get into your bedroom. So Jess, thank you so much for, for coming on to the show. This was wonderful. Yeah, thank you for having me. I hope it helps someone out there. Go listen to some audio porn. This should be the beginning of your next script. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Two girls yeah. hosting a podcast. Tell us more about your books and your writing. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Nerdy sure, headphones. I'll read and... for you. There you go. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Well, thank you again so much. That was amazing. Yeah, Go you. to bloomstories.com. And if you want to do some wonderful banter and learn how to banter with women so that you can then get into the erotic side. That's like the foreplay in the beginning that leads into the erotic side. Go to kristenandchill.com. And then for anything else, when it comes to advice on women, go to winggirlmethod.com. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show and share this information with other guys in your life who can really benefit from everything we've talked about today. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week. 